With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour, where our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Brian J. Henderson. And I'm your co-host, Gregory Turner. Hey, hey, hey. How are we doing, Greg? I don't know. You're going to have to ask me after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think tonight is going to be uh, it's going to be something hot, Brian. I, I, um, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do our best to try to get through it. Hey, man, you know, it's all right. Well, you know, I, uh, I had an interesting day today, man. Whew. Well, I know you did. I know you did. Brian, man, I tell you what, we're gonna to have to talk about something that's very sensitive in uh, in a lot of uh, offices and uh, churches and just clubs. It's something that we all talk about, and that's love. Mm. Do you know we 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 see so many people getting divorces? We see so many people breaking up uh, that that's engaged to get married now. It's 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 so much easier to get married than it is to get married. You know, you you can get away from a marriage now so easy. You can get out of it now so so easy. But to get into a marriage, I think it takes a little bit more effort. What do you think? You know, I, I, mean, I agree. You see people all the time. We see it all the time. We see it all the time. And our guest tonight, he's going to talk about some some very very important things. And Brian, I'll name a few, and uh, then I'll get your view on it. Um, one of the things he's going to talk about is the most important thing, and that's number one on his list is communication, honesty, yeah. trust, compatibility, acceptability, affection, understanding, loyalty, commitment, and appreciation. All those things are going to be wound up into one, Brian. We have a show, man. Yeah. Wow. How do you deal with that? You know, it's... It, I would always premise, you know, my thoughts on relationships with this. Nobody has the exact recipe for a relationship because everybody's going to bring a little something to the table. But as long as you're cooking it together and you eat it together, then it ought to taste. It ought to taste just fine. It ought to taste just fine. <laughs> it. it ought to. That you're right. You're right. But Brad, things go wrong though in relationships. Hey, sometimes when you bake a cake, it falls. That don't mean you don't stop baking cakes. No, it don't. It don't. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know, and I think that's really what what's what's wrong with society now. As soon as something goes wrong, they want to cut ties and cut loose, not realizing that when you make an emotional connection, you can't just sever that connection and expect everything to be all peachy keen. Brian, you know, one thing, I, I think one thing where we're going wrong is we're, we're jumping into the bed too soon. Don't, don't you, wouldn't you agree? You know, that's the thing that, that, that gets me because, you know, even as a young, when I was a young man, you know, I wasn't always, you know, like I am now. I'll just say it like that. And, you know, it wasn't no big deal. 
Back then, you know, it wasn't a big deal about us, you know, oh, well, who? Oh, I'm going to test the car out before I buy it. That was, the, that was the mentality, not realizing that every time you drive that car, you're putting a little bit of wear and tear on it. <laughs> you see? Wow. see it, look, you can test drive that car all you want to. When that, when the person that finally buys that car buys it, guess what? The brakes aren't as good as they were if you just got it right off the show, showroom floor and nobody drove it. So, Brian, well, basically what you're saying is when somebody, when we start getting into this sexual uh, part of the relationship, well, not sexual part of the relationship, but when we start having sex and we're not married, um, I don't think we understand that there are soul ties involved at this point. That's basically what you're saying, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. You know, it's, it's, I liken it to if you took a piece of duct tape and just put it on your arm, that represents a relationship that has been put together, is bonded, right? Now, if you just took that duct tape and ripped it off, the first thing going to happen is it's going to hurt. The second thing is you're going to have some of the half of your arm that's going to still be on that duct tape and possibly some skin. Mm. So each time you do that, you put it on somebody else, Every time you put it on somebody, it's not going to stick as good as it does the first time. You see? And after a while, if you keep putting that duct tape on stuff and ripping it off, first of all, you're going to have a whole trail of people that's, got, that's missing a part of them, a part of their skin, a part of their you know, hair on their arm or whatever. So they're going to have a missing part of them. It's going to be a part of your duct tape, and your duct tape not going to stick. That's the same thing with relationships. Every time you go and consummate a relationship, by creating that soul tie, and when I say that soul tie, I mean having sex with them. Then you decide to break the relationship. You leave a part of yourself with that person that hurts, and they remember it. Yes. You see, so, and then you going on to the next person. After a while, it, it don't mean nothing to you. You can have sex with somebody, and it don't even mean nothing. Well, Brian, you know what? I, I have an important question that I want to ask. I, I, I want to bring our guest in right now. Please do. Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have a special guest. We're talking about relationships. You you know why relationships fail. We're going to get into a lot of different things tonight, but our guest is a, he's a very special person to do what he's doing. I, I tell you, you have to be special to deal with this, to touch, and to even walk in this area. But uh, Mr. Lynch, Brian Lynch, are you there? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, man, you know what? Help us out. What, what's going on? Why are our relationships failing today? Relationships fail because, number one, lack of communication. Uh, people get into a relationship without getting to know the person. And, you know, they figure, okay, well, I'm going to get to know, I'm going to marry you and then I'm going to take my time to get to know you. You know, that's basically saying, okay, well... I'm going to buy the cart, then I'm going to buy the horse. And or I'm going to buy I'm going to buy some gas, then I'm going to buy the car. Mm. I'm going to buy some furniture, then I'm going to buy the house. And you're pretty much doing it backwards. And without communication, honesty and trust, forget about it. It's not going to work. And you know, as Brian said earlier, that 
you know, there's no specific rules or coordination to relationship. But if you and I sit down and talk and agree on um, on what we are looking for and what I'm expecting from you and what you're expecting from me, then it will work because we have um, we have open communication and we're being honest with each other and through that communication and through that honesty we develop a sense of trust now if think about building a house you know the first thing a contractor does is make sure that he has a solid foundation and if the inspector should come and say, listen, man, you can't build on this because the dirt is loose and whenever it rains, you know, there's a possibility that the concrete is going to crack and your house might collapse. You know, unless he's real stupid, then he's going to go ahead and um, still build that house. Now, if he do go ahead and still build that house, surely when the rain falls, the, the dirt is going to start moving, and then you're going to start seeing the foundation cracking. I don't know if you ever go outside your house and you see where the dirt is separating from the foundation of the house. That's simply because they know that every house, no matter where you build it, is going to shift a little bit, and they accommodate for that. But let's say they didn't pack it properly for the type of shifting and they shift too much, then you're going to have severe problem. It's the same thing with the relationship. There's no communication. You and I can't talk to you. Every time I try to talk to you, then and it's, it's going to turn out into an argument instead of a conversation. Then the first thing that's going to do is stop both people from being honest with each other. And if there's no honesty, there's no trust. And if there's no trust, then what are we building on? You know what, Mr. Lynch, I had another question for you. You sure. know, when <clears throat> when we're dating and we're talking about communication, we're talking about trust and honesty, you know, at what point does all of that just go out the window? You know, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm asking this question because, when a lot of times what happens is when we have sex too quick in a relationship, mm-hmm. the man, he won't say anything to the woman, but his respect level for her has changed. All the time. Yeah. She All may think, okay, well, I have something here. Right. And he's already, he, he'll say, well, he's saying to himself, well, no, you don't have anything right now. And he'll string her along until he can find something better or He'll stay there for a while as long as it's comfortable, and when he gets his opportunity to get out of there, he's he's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, so at, yeah. So so at what point do you think a, a, a woman should say, you know what, I'm just not going to do this. We're we're not going to go there. Well, let me say this first. Um, men already have a preconceived idea that if a woman has sex too quick and even without any type of commitment, then she's easy. You know, 
Nine out of ten men will not admit this, that this is his thought, but in his subliminal consciousness, regardless of who he is or what he might want to tell her, the truth is he's thinking that, okay, well, if she gave it up that easy to me and I'm this kind of person, then what if somebody better than me come along? What's going to stop her from sleeping with him? Hmm. You know, so that's his subliminal consciousness speaking to him. So just from that preconceived idea, he's going to say, well, if she did that, then she's easy. You know, I'm not going to make any commitment to this woman because there's a possibility that she might leave me for somebody better one day, especially if he already have self-esteem issue because... We tend to think that only women have self-esteem issues. Hmm. Men have Say that too. again. Say that again. We that's tend important. to think that only women have self-esteem issues. But men have it too, but only a, mind, a small amount of men will admit it. You know, but men always are always in a competition that, you know what, if I have more money than this guy, I'm better than he is. Yes. You know, and they think that money is what makes you better than a person. But to answer your question, if you're not thinking about marriage, thinking about settling down and being with one person, you're simply not looking for a steady relationship. And if that person is not talking about marriage, then you have no business getting in bed with this person. And once you cross that line, it changes the entire complexity of the relationship because, as I said, men, if you if you sleep with a man prior to getting married, he already changes his entire thought process about you. Yes. So if he has not made that commitment to you yet and you gave it up, you basically doomed that relationship. And is it your fault? No, because men are supposed to be leaders. And, you know, as much as a man might want to look at a woman and say she's a hoe or she's a what, you know, she cannot be a hoe or whatever other derogatory name you call her without it being a man partaking in that. So if men would start, you know, stand up and be leaders that they're supposed to be, then you wouldn't have that problem. So not until men start being leaders and saying that, you know what, She's doing this because she want to maintain her family, and she's doing this for the money because she she has two kids that you know she's taking care of by herself. Instead of me subjugating her to my immoral thoughts, why don't I just give her the forty dollars and let her go buy the food that she needs? Mm. You know, being that I'm not interested in being her husband, you know, why don't I just you know? Why does she have to do something in return to get that, and you call yourself a man? Mm. You know, I want to chime in on that. Um, real quick, if you're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. We have with us 
our special guest, Brian Lynch. And if you want to call in, our call-in number is 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. And we're going to go to the lines, but just briefly before that, I want to chime in on what Mr. Lynch just said. A lot of times we think that we have to give something in order to get something. And so we have these these things where the guys, oh, yeah, I'm going to take you to dinner. Or if I take you to Red Lobster, right. you know, then, you know, hey, you got to you got to do like the lobster claws do. You know what I'm saying? You got to give it up or something. You know, why every time a man gives a woman something, there's always an expectation. And these are the things, the reasons why relationships fail because they're not built on anything solid. You know, if you build your relationship on sex, it's going to take sex to keep that relationship together. If you build your relationship on love, then it's going to take love to keep it together. Whatever you build your relationship on, that's what it's going to take to keep it together. It's just the same way with, you know, um, as I said, I use house, building a house as my reference. If you build your house on on concrete as your foundation and it starts falling apart and you use some 2x4s or 2x8 or whatever lumber to replace the concrete, the weight that's on top of it is is, is going to break it down because that's not what the foundation for that house, that's not the requirement for that foundation. You know, that's why you see some houses are built on, on lumber and some are built on concrete because there's a special reason why it was built, why that requirement was asked for. And it's the same thing with a relationship where I know what I'm looking for. You know what you're looking for. And if I compromise, I say, you know what? You don't want to have any kids, but I want to have kids. And I say, you know what? She's a nice-looking girl, and the sex is great, and she got money, and... I don't have to give her all my money. I don't have to do this, and I can. She's, you know, she don't have a problem with me going out by myself, hanging out with the boys. You know what? I could get married to this girl. Now, you're in this relationship. Deep down, you want kids, and she says she don't want any kids. Not only she don't want any kids, she can't have any kids. And you know what you wanted out of a relationship. You you compromise and say I'm gonna be with her anyway. Then two years later, you know let's make let let's you know I I think I want to get job. You know what's gonna happen to that relationship? Right away you're gonna have communication issues. And second, you are not being honest with yourself. And that's one of the main thing with relationship that. People first need to realize that when you're dating, be yourself. What I mean by that is be honest. Be honest first with yourself, and that's the only way you can be honest with the person. 
because if you're not honest with yourself, it simply means that you don't know what you want. You know, you have to know what you want when you're looking for something because how can you look for it if you don't know what you're looking for? And we tend to go out there and say, you know what, whatever happened, happened. I'm not I'm not looking for a relationship, but whatever happened, happened. Then you're only fooling yourself. Because you must know hmm. you must know what you're looking for so that when it comes you know it and when the wrong thing comes along, you know it's the wrong thing because if you don't know what you're looking for, whatever come, if it looks good, you're going to take gonna it. You're going to bite on it. <laughs> you're going to take it. Yeah. Because if you're looking for a beef sandwich, and by the way, I don't eat meat. It's, that's just a reference. I'm not promoting meat. <laughs> <laughs> so well, if you're looking for a beef sandwich, and I pretty much put enough browning on a chicken on some chicken and bring it to you and say it's beef and I put enough seasoning on it to make it taste like beef and you smell it, it smells like beef and give it to you, you're going to eat it because you don't really know what you're looking for because if you know what you're looking for, you know exactly what it looks like when you see it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it is with relationship where people don't know what they're looking for, and that's why when they pick up something, then, you know, two months later, sometimes ten years later, they'll be like, you know what, I'm really, I'm tired of you going out every night, or I can't talk to you. Every time I try to say something to you, you know, we always end up in an argument, or, you know, the way the sex is, is, is not what I was expecting, or, you know, all kind of different reasons, you know, simply because they were not honest with themselves, they did not know what they were looking for, and they did not communicate. Yeah. Communication is key. That's it right there. Mr. Lynch, I want to go to the callers. I I want to apologize for some of the callers that were in there that dropped off. Call us back. Call us back. We had some great information from Mr. Lynch. We couldn't lose it. All right, uh, I'm going to go to the caller in the 301 area code. 301, are you there? Are you there, 301? Yeah, I'm here. All right, chime in, chime in. What do you think about the show? It's a good topic. Um, so I don't think all men know. Or, um, you know, we don't always start out with an objective. You know, if we... Take a young lady out to dinner, be it Red Lobster, um, or what I like to refer to as um, pedestalification. No such word, but, you know, we place her on a pedestal. Pedestalification. You know. <laughs> I have to remember that one. I love it. Yeah, you know, you could term that. Um, I have to remember that one. And, um, you know, in a sense, you know, we go through this, this slow dance of... Um, placing her on a pedestal for the moment. And a lot of times we are in a in a subconscious objective, you know. Sometimes it's sexual, sometimes it's, um, you know, just trying to f- do a feel out. And it's on both the male and female, um, you know, psyche at that time of engagement. You know, as you sit across or engage and go through this wine and di- dance or slow walk, um, court 
of trying to reach your objectives. You know, some women, and men can play the role. I mean, we can look like Bunny and be living with Mommy. You know, um, she can look like all that and, you know, have the worst personality. So a lot of times, you know, we compromise in acceptance because, you know, I think we know what we want, but everybody's, you know, there's so many people out here, and sometimes we, we often have to compromise on our um, objectives of what we want, you know. I mean, nobody's perfect. But I think ultimately if you pray, you know, God will bring, um, you know, who you want in your life. And uh, communication is, man, that's pinnacle. You know, without that foundation of openness and honesty, uh, you will not be able to um, to grow, you know, beyond um, a superficial game of cat and mouse and let me see how far I can get and I'm just with her for her physicality or I'm just with him because he can pay my bills, you know. Hmm. So, um, you know, that's just an old player trying to find the love in, uh, in the 301 <laughs> zero, <laughs> zero area code listening to his show, you know. So um, it's it's difficult, you know, in the date game, um, not that I'm in it. But, um, you know, a lot of people turn to dating services because you don't have the interactions. You know, black people meet, blackplanet.com, black singles, you know. <laughs> and you even have people, you know, even going far far left than that, you know, into like um, swapping and swingers and, you know, um, the younger generation is just so open in their sexuality is why you see so many, you know, homosexual relationships, both male and female, and I can go on and on, but, you know, it's just a, a strange thing of like, hey, you know, I can't find anybody or, you know, she can't relate to me, let me relate to him, or I can't relate to uh, him, let me relate to her, you know, and it's just um, a mix, you know, of um, so much confusion out here that people just, you know, just don't know. Uh, what they're seeking, and when they have found something that they think they like, they're afraid to um, what I like to refer to as standing naked and unashamed, you know, because to embark on a relationship is a vulnerability, you know. You're gonna, wow. You're gonna you know, you said hurt. something real powerful just now, because even in relationships, you know that you have a strong bond with someone when you can just stand naked and unashamed right in front of them. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a problem doing that. Right. You know, because most people, they'll come, oh, I don't want you to look at me. See, that's a problem in a relationship. Right. That means uh-huh. there's a comfort level that's just not there. There, exactly. And let me say this, too. He said something about, um, you know, no one is perfect. Sure enough, no one is perfect. But one thing I've realized in relationship and through the studies that I've done is that we tend to use that so much that excuse someone hey you know i'm not perfect or no one is perfect and i think that's just a, a overused excuse you know because the person already know that no one is perfect and you just saying that you know i'm not directly speaking to the person that called in but i'm referring to people in general that use that excuse saying that oh no one is perfect basically we do that because while we were dating, we were not being ourselves for the person to see the true you and be give them the opportunity to to accept this person, 
you know, to have the choice if if they want to accept this person, yes or no. And that's one of the, the points, the key points that I, I point out in my book about relationship. And I'll just run through the ten things that I, I point out as um, I think Greg did that earlier. And their communication, you know, you, you talk to the person and establish, you know, that through honesty. And the two of them compiled, compiled together gives you trust. And through that, you, you learn to establish the compatibility between you and that person. And the areas where you're not compatible in, as long as they're not compromising your moralistic beliefs, then you are able to determine, okay, well, can I accept this about you? You know, you snore at night or... You know, you 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 like to watch TV on a special night, or or the you know you want to know if you can accept those things. As long as the person is being honest with you, as long as you're being honest and that person is being honest with you, there's no need for you to bring up that statement in a relationship where you know I'm not perfect. You know, because it's usually a point a problem that the person is pointing out in you why that statement comes up. And if you were being honest while you were dating or if you took the time to know that person while you were dating them, then you would know if you can accept this yes or no. And that's something that we need to to do when when you're dating someone, you know, that's why people need not to skip through the steps of dating. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Lynch, I want to go to another caller. We, our lines are just lighting up now, man. Sure. <laughs> I want to go to the caller in the seven six a uh, six seven eight area code. The six seven eight area code. Are you there? Yes. Good evening. I wasn't sure if I was the only female on the line tonight, but I am enjoying the conversation. This is Erica out of Atlanta. Hey, Erica. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, and I I can appreciate what all Brian has shared as well as the other callers because a lot of times we don't realize what's going on in a relationship and what we can do to make it stronger. And some people give up even before they really get going well into the relationship. And and um, after being married for 10 years and I dated my husband for five years and we had a celibate relationship and I can see the bond and I tell people how important it is, but a lot of people don't think it's possible to actually date someone for five years and not have a sexual relationship with them until you say, I do. And it has made such a tremendous difference because we trust each other. And, you know, I know he has female acquaintances and I have male acquaintances, but we know that there's a a line that's not going to be crossed because of our bond and the open communication that we have and the respect and the integrity that's in the relationship. So that that goes a long way. And I encourage, I actually... um, help mentor and encourage other people who are in the prenuptial stages and give them advice on finances and dealing with different communication issues and as well as just being open and honest and how you deal with the in-laws and all of that will impact your relationship. So you've got to to take the time to get to know your mate and the things that are important to him or to her. And so many times in life we, we just think about ourselves. Even when you get into an argument, you need to think about what is it about you 
that you might have to change, you know what I'm saying, instead of always pointing the blame on the other right. person and, and nitpicking things that really don't matter. I hear so many people getting into arguments, and they can't even remember what started the argument, mm-hmm. but they're just so bent on winning the argument. But you've got to work together in a marriage if you really wanted to make it work. So those are things that I've learned, you know, from being married, and I encourage other people to, to do likewise. Erica, this is Greg. It, it sounds like those first five years of, of, of your dating it sounds like that was a foundation building period for you and your husband. Would, would you definitely. would you say that that's that's something that uh, that's correct? Because I know I know um, that at some point you have to pull from something to keep what you have. At some that's point, true. Yeah, you yes. know we we have to go back and we have to pull from that foundation from the things that we've built, and, and that'll keep the marriage going. But Erica, I, I know you uh, I know you probably on your way out, but can you give your information out so that someone that's listening can get in contact with you? Yes, I'll be glad to. My website is Erica McKay, E-R-I-K-A-M-C-K-A-Y.com, and my email is Erica at EricaMcKay.com. Thank you so much, Erica. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much Greg. for calling in. Brian, let's go to the 301 area code. Sure. All right, 301, are you listening? Yes, I am. Hey, I know hey. that voice. <laughs> this is Denisha Jackson. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. All right. Um, talk to us. Talk to us. <laughs> I'm just calling in because I'm so, like, excited that you guys are doing this topic and just, like... I'm like, where have you guys been all my life? Like, Brian Lynch, I'm, like, amazed with the knowledge. I'm so serious because, I mean, and not to be stereotypical, but being a guy and being that in touch and having that much information and actually I'm hoping and I believe that you're living it is just amazing. So I'm just calling in to be supportive and to just, I'm just loving listening to just all of these people with all of this great information talking about relationships in such a positive way instead of it being just, you know, what's going wrong, but actually putting information out about how to get it right. And just I'm so big on honesty, so I was so happy to hear that, just about being honest, not just with the other person, but first being honest with yourself and knowing who you are and knowing what you want and going after it um, beyond the package, beyond what the physical makeup is, but to the heart of who the person is that you're looking for, you know, looking for a mate who will my, – my goal is always to love the person into the person that God created them to be. So play my part and love them into who God created them to be. Right. At my role. I mean, I'm not the person that can give them everything, but my role. If, if, if I'm married, I want to be the one that's loving my husband as the wife should into the man that he's supposed to be and vice versa. <clears throat> so I'm just, I'm just excited. I just enjoy this show tonight is great. Thank you, Denisha. She made a very key point. Um, before you go to the next caller, I want to respond to that. Um, she said something about loving a person for the person that God created them to be. And that's something that people fail to do a lot of times in relationship because people tend to get into a relationship saying that I can change you. I can make you do what I want you to do and not realizing how wrong they are. And 
once you, the most you can do is to say, Greg, I don't like it when you do this. You know, I'd prefer for you not to do it. And it's going to be up to Greg to say, you know what, it's not a good thing for me to do do this. So you know what, and I'm, I'm glad that you pointed out to me, and I want to thank you for doing that. You know, and not until Greg decides that this is something wrong for me to do, it will not be changed because no one can change a person unless they want to be changed. The most you can do is to point out that error to that person because if they don't accept it as an error, then they're not going to see it as a reason to be changed. It's just like people that smoke that... They figure, okay, well, it's not doing anything to me. My grandfather smoked for 100 years, and it didn't do him anything. So why should I stop doing it? And, you know, so not until he might have to lose a lung or lose something for him to see that he needs to stop, you know. And people need to stop getting into a relationship thinking that, okay, well, you know what, she's 20 pounds over what I would like her. You know, I think I can get her to lose some weight. Or he he spends too much time doing this. You know, I think it, you know I, I can get him to stop doing this. You know, stop thinking like that because if you think like that and get into a relationship, you're gonna have problems. I guarantee you that. I'm not guessing that. I guarantee you that. Mm, mm, mm. That's so true. Brian, we have someone from the 850 area code. Yes, caller, are you there? Eight five zero. Hello, is it me? Yes, it's you. Who are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm Fadia. Fadia. Yes. Talk to us. Um, I just got into a relationship, and it kind of happened really fast. I'm very happy. Uh, he's in the church, and. He's younger than me uh, by four years, and uh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel dowdy, I feel iffy, because I'm worried so much about the future. I know I want to settle down, um, and like you were saying to begin with, like there's no instructions to follow when you're in a relationship. And I just want to know what I should be focusing on right now besides just getting to know him, you know. Brian, can I, can I say something real quick, Brian? Sure. Um, Fadia, it, it, is it that, you know, the relationship that you're in right now, it, it, it sounds like it's going good. Are you looking for something bad to happen based on past relationships? Well, I my last relationship was like, Horrible. It was actually very abusive. Um, and I know this person is not that person, but, you know, I feel a bit um, on, the, on the defensive a lot because I'm trying to, it's like I'm trying to avoid, I feel like I have to protect myself. So why are you still with that person? Are you still seeing this person? Yeah, but it's not it's wow. not that this person is bad. It's just that 
you know, I feel like so much damage is done. It's like now I'm realizing how much damage, you know, was done to me in my previous relationship by the thoughts that are, you know, coming. So so the guy, so uh, I, I think we may be, so so the guy that you have now is okay. He's not doing anything wrong. You, you just right. you just he's not, bring. He's you, not. Yeah. So you just you're just bringing the past into the future with this relationship. Is that what you're saying? I guess that's what I'm doing. I think that's what I'm doing. Well, okay, Mr. What you need to do is um, you need to sit down and talk to this guy and and say, listen, um. I'm not over the past yet, and things from the past are still affecting me. You know, I I, I really like you, but with what I'm going through now mentally, this will affect our relationship in the future. I need you to give me some time to deal with this. I can, you know, and allow him to tell you that okay, well it's okay, but I still want to be your friend. I still want to. I want to help you to deal with this. And when I say he, the only way he can help you to deal with this is not to pressure you. You know he cannot pressure you to get over it, and he cannot pressure you to get into a relationship and saying okay, well if we get married or if we see each other more, then that's gonna help. No, it's not going to help. It's going to make it worse because any, the smallest thing that, that he do that reminds you of the past is going to reflect negatively towards him. So the most you can do if, you don't, if you really care for this person and you think he's a good person for you, the best thing to do is to say, you know, whatever his name is, I'm still dealing with the past mentally. And because it's, it's obvious that you're through with the person in the past, but unfortunately, mel mentally, you're not there yet. And not until you're there mentally, you're not ready for an, a, another relationship. Because if your mental past is still affecting you, it's going to affect your future. Because as I said before, let's say you used to hate it when your ex leave the toilet seat up. <laughs> if this guy leave the toilet seat up one time, it's going to remind you of your ex. And the the way you used to respond to your ex is the exact same way you're going to respond to him. And that's going to affect your relationship. Because if you used to curse out your ex, you're going to curse him out and... He might be a person like me who do not like to be cursed at. And if you curse at me, you know, it, it, it's going to, I'm not going to curse at you, but it's going to change the way how I look, look, look at you. So the thing, you need to deal with that issue before you take it into another relationship. And that's my best advice to you. And if you don't do it that way, there's a great possibility that you're going to have problems with him. Yes, that's that's so true. If you're in the chat room, you, you Mr. Lynch has placed his uh, website up so you can go in, and, and if you need to get in contact with him, his information is there as well. I've also placed Erica McKay's information in the uh, chat room, so if you're in there, please go on her website 
and uh, send her an email. She's a very powerful, powerful woman. Uh, Brian, um, the callers are. Just, I mean, the lines are, are just almost full. I want to go to some more callers, right? Okay, please. go ahead. Because I mean, Remember we're you absolutely two full. Brian's too. You know, and thank, for the callers that are that have been waiting, we we appreciate you. Please be patient. We're trying to get to everybody. We have a caller in the eight five zero area code. Caller, are you there? Who this me be? Hey, who is this? This Mark, boy. What's up, man? Talk to us. You're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Chime in. Hey, man, boy, I'm so proud of you, boy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm telling you right now, man. You, you, all that, all them dreams you was talking about when we was in, in, in the gathering, everything that came true for you, man. I'm proud of you. Well, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you, you're an inspiration, right? But see, it's yet to come. It, it's gonna come, right? But this ain't this ain't nothing right here, right? Y'all gonna get national, and see, because what's gonna happen is the the good man gonna bless this right here, right? Because y'all helping people, right? Mm-hmm. Nonprofit organization helping people, listening, having people call in with problems, right? So y'all keep striving, man. Just for real, you know. When I when I came when I brought my computer to your house when you was talking about getting this thing started, jumping off. That was about six six months six to eight months ago. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere in that time. But now the door's open now, right? And y'all can reach people, man. You know what I'm saying? You can reach people. Because people got problems in life, man, and people got to talk to people and, and get solutions. If if they don't talk to people about their problems and about love and marriage and relationship, that's the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. So when the foundation is set in stone you got to love yourself first before you can love somebody else. Don't love yourself more than you love somebody else. you got to love yourself first. That's what was hurting, man. I was idolizing my love, right? Mm. And then I got knocked down because in the image, you don't idolize more love than, than God. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's what I've been going through, bro. I was putting my wife ahead of God, and I was blind, right, because I was worshiping an image of my woman, but not worshiping God, and he came in and just destroyed everything so I can go to him, right? Mm-hmm. But as I go to him, I get spiritual love, right, more divine love than any man, any woman, or any being on earth can give me, because he's going to love me dearly. Truly, more than anybody. So, since I'm I'm giving that and understanding the love for God and the love for me, I'll be able to offer my spouse that same love. You know what I'm saying? Not more love than 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 him. You know, than for him. So, that's what's gonna happen. Now the tables are turned. Now you know what I'm saying. When I called you the other night and told you what was going on personally. Yeah. So now the table's done turned. Now the day was the first separation. Now, you know what I'm saying. Now the ta- since the table turned, she she feeling bad. You know, she feeling like she done betrayed that love and trust. No respect for me now. You know, cause when you when you called in, I was talking to my dad. He was ministering to me on the phone. Man, we was going through. We was talking about uh the book of Jose. And he gave me that book to read, man. I read that book, man. Everything that happened in the book of Jose didn't happen to me, bro. I'm telling you, 
I'm, I'm telling you now, you know, you done been to my household, you done been to my parents' household, you know how powerful they are in the message, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm telling you, man, boy, God is for real. Ain't no playing games. So, when all these people talking about love and relationship, first, they got to develop a love and relationship with God first, right? Then, that's the main example, like, Jesus is the groom and the church is the bride. And, and... That is sacred because he wants you and your spouse to portray that image, man. And if you don't portray that image, it ain't going to be right, meaning you and that spouse or that love got to be equally yoked, man. If that yoke is un unequally yoked, man, I'm telling you, it ain't going to work. I don't care who or what, how much money you got or what you got to offer. You might have a mansion, but I'm telling you, man, that pure love that don't cost nothing but mind, heart, soul, everything you got to give, I'm telling you, man, that is the for real thing, man. Yes, sir. You're right about that, but, you know, as long as, you know, as well as with your relationship with God, after you establish a relationship with God, there's also a relationship that you have to establish on a human standpoint and that's the relationship that we're talking about human to human because even you know you have two Christians that are dating we still need to know how to communicate with this person and how to be honest with this person how to trust this person and even though we're we're two Christians and it doesn't necessarily even if we both believe in God or whatever religion we we both practice we still need to have that a certain amount of compatibility between us for that relationship to to last there still has to be an extensive amount of communication between us for that relationship to last there still has to be things about you that I might not that I might have to learn to accept for that relationship to last. There, you know, I still have to be able to learn what type of affection to show to you for that relationship to work. There still has to be, I still have to learn how to show my appreciation to you, to, to, to that person. So even when you have that common ground, as far as establishing a relationship with God, there still has to be a human understanding where, you know, we need to communicate as human to human. And that is what my book is about. And in the entire book, you will not hear, you will not see the word God. But as you read the book, you will see that it was written from a biblical standpoint because, trust me, there was a point that Brian Lynch did not believe in waiting until marriage before sex. There was a point that Brian Lynch was not practicing waiting until marriage before sex. So this is not about me. This is about learning the proper way to establish a relationship and being able to share that knowledge with others. And the main reason why I did not say God said this and God said that, because I go to church every week, and I, I believe strongly in what God teaches, but 
as I said, why I didn't say that in my book for the simple fact that I want people to see that this is a human-to-human contact. I'm not saying to leave God out of it, but at the same time, we still need to communicate on a human level because prior to him calling in, we didn't say anything. We didn't use the name God, but it doesn't mean that we were not talking about biblical things. Mm -hmm. And that's what people need to understand that as long as you're doing things the right way that you're supposed to be doing, you don't have to be calling God name to be doing godly thing. And you know, people you know, sometimes neglect to accept that because even right now I you know, when I introduce my tell church people about my book, you know, one of the first question they ask me is, you know, what text in the Bible did you base your book off? You know, and I tell them I didn't I didn't base it off any specific text, you know, and I basically tell them I didn't talk about God in that in that aspect. You know, then they're like, Okay, then how can you write a book and say it's about God and it doesn't say it doesn't have God name in it and people fail to realize that you can talk about God without saying God said this and God said that because, as I said, the book specifically addressed the issue of waiting until you get married before having sex. And the only person I know that established that institution is God. That's not that's not from Brian Lynch. Mr. Lynch, we have another caller. We have someone on that's been on for a while from the 404 area code caller. Are you there? Nikki Love, how are you guys this evening? Hi, Nikki. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Hanging in there. Good, good. you have a question or a comment for Mr. Lynch? Actually, I've, I've, I've had a chance to uh, be able to listen to Mr. Lynch's show. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to read the book, and I'm definitely looking forward to reading the book for the most part. I would like to make a comment in reference to, and I think I talked about this with Mr. Lynch on another show, in reference to relationships in the beginning. A lot of times what I like to do is when I do meet someone and I start dating someone, I like to sit down and one of the key things we talked about earlier is communication. I like to sit down with them and I like to make a list. I like to make a list of their likes and their dislikes. I like to make a list of their, you know, goods and their bads. That's one of the things I like to do, and I also believe very strongly in letting a man know that <clears throat> what basically I am looking for in a relationship, laying it out on the table in the beginning, which it seems to help a lot of my relationships that I have been in, not that I've been a lot, but it has, has helped my relationships because you have to start with communication, <clears throat> like we said, in the beginning, and you want to let that person know where you've been at, where you're going, what, what you're about, <clears throat> and I think that's a good way to do it. For the most part, um Yes, communication, honesty, trust is, is, is a big, big part of a relationship. Um, we t- talked about the issue of having sex before a relationship. Brian, you said that, you know, you didn't believe that you should do that. I think, and, and this is just my co- comment, not saying that sex should be done right away. And, of course, if we're going according to the Bible, <clears throat> we want to try to do it the right, right way. But one of the things I'm a big believer in is if you have been married before, and you have had a husband before. 
I think sex does play a big part in a, a marriage and being compatible with someone sexually. Okay, so I'm not saying yes, you know, you should jump into bed right away, but I think I, I don't, I don't, I think it's okay, and this is just my opinion. To maybe six months or a year down the line, if you feel like as a both grown and it's a mutual feeling, and you both want to do that, then I think it's okay. Because suppose you do get married to this person, you wait five years. Some people, you know, and then you find out you're not compatible in the bed. And I, and a lot of people don't think sex plays an important part, but I do. So that's it is very important in a relationship. However, you can know those things without being sexually active, you know, that's why it takes questions and answers. And once both people are being honest, you do not have to subjugate yourself to that act until you're married, until you're ready for it. Because the thing about it is, let's say you start dating someone and, you know, as you said, maybe six months or eight months down the line that, you know, you're talking and you're getting to know this person and you... you, you you get to know a reasonable amount of things about the person and you commit yourself sexually and then you realize that, you know, all right, let's say you even commit yourself sexually and the sex is not good. Then you move on to another person. Then it's basically the same thing and the same thing and the same thing. Then how much people are you going to go through until you find that right person? Now you have to think about the... This, the, the emotional attachment that you're going to be making with all these all these different people that you're having encounters with. And I, I think it was Greg or Brian that said something about a Band-Aid earlier that, you know, no matter how long you live, because I can remember everyone that I ever slept with, and, and some of the, them are from earlier, you know, I was 14, or, and I can remember every single encounter so, there, and if I should ever see any one of these people right now, you know, there's always this attachment. Not that I want to sleep with, sleep with them right away, but there's always this mental attachment that, you know, you still have some type of weakness to, towards that person for the simple fact, simple fact that you made that attachment sexually with that person. So it is not advisable, not recommendable, and it's not a good idea for you to subjugate yourself sexually to anyone until you're married to that person because for the simple fact that you can ask questions and find out the answers that you need to know. Ask the person, how do you like it? What do you like it? What are you working You know, everything that you think is important to what you want to know ask them and as long as if you don't think that they're being honest then that's a, a red flag for you to know not to get into that relationship so you're basically saying you can be sexual without actually being physical of course okay okay you know and i was following you on that because you know most people like and we thank the caller for calling in and giving her opinion you know, yeah. most people believe that, well, no, you, i got to try it because i got to no. know it's good. You know, I think the best method, and I always, I, I promote abstinence before marriage, until marriage. And so I think the best thing that people should can do and should do is talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you can talk about it, and that could be just as good of, of an experience as, as actually having it. Right. I'm not saying you go in there and y'all have phone sex and all that stuff. No. I'm not promoting that no, either. No, that's not what I'm but talking about either. What I'm saying is either. if you're in a committed relationship with someone and you want to 
practice abstinence until you get married, there are still other ways that you can show affection to them without being purely physical. Well, Brian, we have 53 seconds left. I'm sorry, Mr. Lynch. If you would give your information out and also tell them about your book, um, I'm sure everybody would want to buy it. The name of the book is The Rules to Love, and the website is available on right now. It's publishamerica.com. But I would advise you to go to my website and access it from there because there's some special um, instructions that you would have to follow when you go to the website. And all of that is displayed on my website at valsonwritings.com. And that's V as in Victor, A-L-S-O-N-W-R-I-T-I-N-G-S. That's valsonwritings.com. And I'm also here on Blog Talk Radio every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that URL is blogtalkradio.com slash quality of life. And that's all one word. So that's Saturday night every 10, every, Saturday night every week at 10 p.m. So, you know, join me. And, you know, this week's topic is going to be honesty, and we touched on that last week, so this is going to be honesty part two. Awesome, awesome. Right. Mr. Lynch, we thank you so much for coming on, and we definitely going to, with the lines of lit up, we definitely have to have you back on to do a part two so we can finish this up. Well, you uh, can take the call from them. They can be in the um, archive. Yes, 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 yes. They can listen to it in the archive. Once you bring yes. them in on the call now, it won't cut them off. Right, right, right. Okay. But again, Mr. Lynch, thank you so much. We 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 accomplished a lot tonight. I learned a lot of things. I'm sure my co-host Brian learned a lot of things oh, as yeah. well as the listeners. Oh, but yeah. we definitely thank you uh, so much for coming on. You truly blessed us all, and we look forward to having you come back on the show again. With that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, where we did achieve our goal tonight of being more, doing more, and having more. Until Friday at 9 p.m., good night. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.